you know, guys. <laughs> I thought she that was. That is so bad. Tootie I, is zoomed gone. I, I don't know was, where I Tootie. I thought she was singing in. That's what I don't know what Tootie was doing right now. Oh, my gosh. But whatever. I got confused. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, everybody. Yo, she My was supposed to. She was supposed to sing in. We just we just talked about sunflower sessions. Uh, so I'm not the singer. Session, she is sunflower sessions. Hey, sunflower sessions. Hey, sunflower sessions. Hey. With Alicia Bridget. With Alicia Bridget. <laughs> that was horrible. But well, anyways, <clears throat> hi guys. Welcome to sunflower sessions. It's your girl, Alicia Marche. Yes. In the amazing, I have to do this every time. I think this is just what we're going to do. Yeah. The amazing, the artist, formerly Cat known as. Lika. Hey, welcome <laughs> to session number, what is it? Four. Yes. Wow, we're on session four. Man. We did that. Y'all, we I'm on session four. I'm proud of us. We're I'm growing. I'm so proud of us. We are growing. Trying to water ourselves. Yes. Um, but anyways, this topic we are talking about today is motherhood. Oh. Hey. So, cool thing is, I am a new mom, and she is a old mom. mom. <laughs> Not like old as in age, but she's you know she's experienced. We should say. So I thought it would be cool to uh, for it to talk about motherhood and different perspectives and things of that nature, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so, first things first, I'm the new mom, right? If you guys don't know, I have a beautiful daughter by the name of Emily Zoe. She is mm, one year so old. She's just the most amazing um, kid, full of personality. Like, you guys have to meet her. She'll be on the show one day. Yeah, but um, and then we have Kat. Can you tell us about you know your children? I have four children: twenty-one, twenty-eight, and seven. <laughs> so I have that gap, you know, having children that are leaving the nest, yeah, and dealing with that new transition, mm-hmm. and then having little ones, little ones, wow. yeah, and then they're growing, and then you're like, oh, I want another child. Ooh, well, you know, it's so funny. Um, Emma's only <laughs> one, but um. <laughs> I'm laughing because her husband was like, no. <laughs> he looked away. <laughs> I but, know. Um, That's it, why I got a dog now. <laughs> Emma, um, it's only one. And then I find myself having conversations about another one because, you know, I kind of miss her being this little yes, baby. Yes, I'm telling you. And mm-hmm. she's not a baby anymore. She's still young, but she's like running around, getting into things. Trying to talk. Um, trying to talk. She's very good at her words already. Um, yes. You know, she can say no. She told me no on her birthday, and I said, wait a minute, this is starting too soon. <laughs> but no, she can say yes. She can say yeah. And it's like if I'm saying, hey, Emma, do you want to come um, here? She'll be like, yes. Are you hungry? Yes. Or she said, yeah. So it's kind of cool, but I still have a little baby fever. But we're yeah. going to wait till. Next year, because I don't think my girl, I have a baby fever, ain't gonna happen. That's why she has a dog, (laughs) little Titan runs around, and I want another dog and two turtles. I've always wanted six kids. I know know it's weird, but I've always wanted six kids. Why six? I love 
I have so much love to give. Yeah, Even well. my sisters ask me that. I love the chaos. I love to plant good seeds in them and watch them blossom. That's good. Um, it's weird because a lot of mom tells me, what? <laughs> I like all of that, and I have the patience for it, to be honest. You know, you do have a lot of patience. I, I have the patience that. for it. Yeah. Um, I'm cool with the two. <laughs> um, I, yeah, no, she, look, guys, she wants me to ask. She keeps asking when we're having Netherlands. No, no I need to stop to. doing that. No, but... I'm okay with the two. Two is enough for me. Um, <laughs> I used to want three, but I'm 30, and people must say, oh, that's still young. Mm-hmm. That's not young for me, okay? So if another kid doesn't pop out by the time I turn 35, then I would just have one beautiful Baby girl. Well, we're going to pray that at least so-so get a, f- a friend. A friend. Yeah, I grew up with siblings, so I thought it was kind of cool. They're like low-key, uh, well, high-key, they were my best friend. Motherhood. This is so funny. We're having motherhood in, um, yeah. Yeah, so um, <laughs> anyway, so let's just talk about it. So when you're a new mom, you have a lot of worries that come through your head, just naturally, because it's something First of all, anything new you have that in the back of your head, like, whoa, you just have these thoughts, like, what if this happens, this happens, this Safety. happens, you know, things like that. Especially when you a new mom, it's like, it's a, a human being, like, mm-hmm. uh, it's not a dog. And no offense to the um the parents of the dogs and the cats. Before they know, come for us on this I podcast. Felt, I felt that <laughs> energy coming, no offense, mm-hmm. but a human being is like, it's an actual yeah. human being. Just the whole process of them getting here, um, you know, so beautiful. I just have to add that in. That part of uh, having an actual human being grow inside, inside of you. Oh. oh, my gosh. It's like the most unexplainable, beautiful thing. And even the process of having the child, mm. for some people, it's rough. My pregnancy, um, if I want to touch on it just a little bit, my pregnancy, I had an amazing pregnancy. Most of the things people went through, I did not go through. And I thank God for that because, you know, mm-hmm. I didn't experience morning sickness. I was actually, I actually didn't know I was pregnant. We found out I was pregnant. Does anyone know how we found out I was pregnant? Mm. I think I told you. Well, I'm going to tell yes. the people. <laughs> so my husband and I went to uh, Atlanta for my sister-in-law's graduation, right? Shout out to Clark Atlanta. Hey, Stacey, whoop, girl. Whoop. Um, and we were late for our plane leaving out. So we're, you know, Atlanta, if you've been to the Atlanta airport, that thing is huge. Yeah, okay, it's humongous. <laughs> it's humongous. So we're like, come on, Josh, we got to book it. And, you know, I dance and things. And at the time, I thought I was a little out of shape. But when we were running, trying to catch the plane, by the time we got there, we're I was breathing so hard. I said, some ain't right. <laughs> like, something's not right. So when we got home, um, we were like, should we take a pregnancy test? We were nervous because, like, you know, we were still newlyweds. We got married in October, so we're still kind of fresh, you know. I mean, this is by this time is like May. And I'm like, I guess, you know, it's a it's scary because it's like at the time, if I can be transparent, we were living with my mom. And it's like us bringing a child in. We were getting ready to move, but it's mm-hmm. just like wasn't it wasn't prepared, you know, like, <clears throat> you know. So finally we found out we were uh, pregnant and I was just like, whoa, this is happening. <laughs> like, <laughs> we were pregnant. Oh, God. 
But it just so happened we end up, uh, we were moving and we found out we were pregnant all within the same week. So we got into our own place. But um, just that whole process, I didn't have any morning sickness, no, not too many complications, no complications actually. It's just Emma didn't want to come till after almost a, a yeah. week or I think it's three, four That's days, but almost a week after her due date, and I was ready for her to get out of me because you guys, when I got pregnant, I was 108. By the time I had her, it said 177 on the scale. I said, and what is you, this? Being that short too, all that <laughs> oh weight on God. your legs and your knees. My knees. My knees still hurt. Mm. Man, but anyways, let's just jump into it. So some things I worried about um, was, am I going to be a great mom? Mm. And I think that a lot of people deal with that mother's like, because you want to be this most, amazing angelic being and you want to do all these things and you just want to make sure you're being the best mom you can be and nurture your child the best way you can and that's a worry and I remember um there is no handbook to motherhood no there is no right or wrong way I believe it just really deals with what's best for you and um embracing that um Mm -hmm. you know motherhood is is something you just take day by day and I'm learning that even yes. when I set goals you know it may not come out how you want it to come out but that's okay you know it's okay another thing I had was financial stability mm-hmm. like I said when we found out we were pregnant um because it's, it's not just the mother that's pregnant um if you especially if you're married it's the husband too you guys mm-hmm. go through the changes together financial stability for us was very uh a touching topic. Like I said, we had just moved into our new place when we found out we were pregnant, um, all within a week's time. And, um, it's like, dang, reality, reality, reality starts like, <clears throat> you know, um, reality really hits and we're just mm-hmm. trying to figure out what, well, how are we going to, okay. So it's different. You taking care of yourself. Yeah. When we take care of another human being who has no say, so who, who's, like yeah. depends on you, you for everything. For everything, that was scary. It's mm. like okay, and at the time, I wasn't working. Um, I had a job, but mm-hmm. it wasn't providing yeah. the way we would have liked it to. So that was scary. Um, just making sure because I want to give my child the best life she could ever had. And with that, I had to remember um, that God would never put more Mm. on you than you can bear. That was something I had to consistently remind myself that if he blessed us with a child, he will provide every need. Every Mm -hmm. need was already met, actually, when um, Christ died on that cross. Like, Mm. you know, let's just be that's just mm-hmm. be this is spiritually growth right spiritual growth you got to understand that when that happened everything we could ever think or imagine was there like he it's already done it's already done so it has to be to where we are not um so focused on the what if and just know that god will mm-hmm. provide and then my last one um it's okay if you mess up and your child still looks at you like you're you're super mom. Hmm. You're always going to be super mom in their eyes, no matter what you do, because you are mom. There is nobody that can re- really replace hmm. that. That is so true. Um, there is no one that can come and take that spot. You will forever be mom. 
and you just got to keep going and taking it day by day and that's something i reflected on for the past year of me being in motherhood beautiful beautiful gorgeous so we're gonna take a quick break we will be back soon hey y'all hey y'all we're taking a quick break but do me a favor go ahead and follow sunflower sessions on all social media platforms right now that's s-o-n flower sessions love you guys your words too. Thank you. Our next segment we're going to go to, we're going to have some wisdom with the, you know, our our seasoned mom over seasoned. here. Seasoned. Seasoned. <laughs> cook it, cook it, cook it. Uh, uh, you got to get it done. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She seasoned. She ain't cooked. She don't know how to cook. Uh, uh, uh. Okay, anyway, so. <laughs> well, I mean, it's the most beautiful Privilege you will ever have. I like that. Mm, You will ever have. It's a privilege. Because everybody cannot have. Um, And I think we just overcome it because people just think we have a uterus and we're women. We're birthed. Mm, But as you were talking, I'm sitting here thinking just the mere fact that some women desire to have children children, Mm. and they will probably never be able to have children. So how privileged are you mothers out there, biological mothers, yeah. to be able to experience that Fantastic. life growing within, within you? you. Yeah. And then I've been blessed to have a child from the heart, mm-hmm. which girl, it is the most beautiful thing <laughs> than birthing. Because when you birth, you have a choice. You did an action, it caused a reaction. Right, right, right. But when you look at a child and you chose that child to love them, Mm. yeah, I was 21. Wow. And I mothered my two older girls. At the time, they were six and five. Young babies. And I was 22 when I full on took them on and I was Mm -hmm. like, mommy coming in. And um, it was the most rewarding thing. I'll never forget when I first heard mommy. Rhea called me mommy, my (laughs) oldest. And I was in the kitchen, and I was like, what did she say? (laughs) She said what? Heart just melted. Girl, my heart melted and diluted and evaporated. (laughs) There was no residue left. It came back, though. And it was so (laughs) beautiful, and I never forget that. And and when she said it, and I said, yeah, mommy. Ray is calling you, mommy. You're not answering. Because I was just shocked. Shocked, yeah. I was so shocked. I was like, they're calling me mommy. And the look in their face was, you're all we got. Yeah. That was priceless. That was, and it was like, they're going to rely on me for everything. They're looking, I'm the answer to mommy is. I mean, they go to daddy, but it's like, mommy, mommy, you know how kids are. Um, And it's, it's the most rewarding thing I've ever done. I always say this to people. That's one area in my life that I'm very proud of, being a mother. I think I've done an amazing job, not only telling my kids what I expect of them, but showing them how a woman should operate in this crazy world that we live in. And that's something I intentionally did. That's 
good. And nobody taught me. It's just life experience. Like, yeah. to, like Alicia just said, I call her her nickname. <laughs> Guys, sorry. That's how close we are. It almost came out. <clears throat> but like Alicia was saying, it's so true. You're, it's a life journey. And it's a choice. You have to sit down and look at your face in your face as a woman and say, what mom do I want to be? I asked myself that question at 22. I said, what kind of mother do I want to be? (laughs) I'm not going to get it perfect. But when my kids get older, I want them to say, you know, mom talked about that. I may not have want to listen to what she was saying. But she walked that walk and she talked that talk. Oh, and I'm on. very proud of myself as a woman of that. I don't I don't have all the answers. Mm-hmm. But I, 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 I constantly ask Yahweh to guide me on the journey. Mm-hmm. And I made sure I showed my girls how a queen should carry hey, themselves. A queen. And um, their value. Um, especially when they became 15, 16. I remember at 11, I told them we had the sex talk because of the environment, their age group. Yeah, it's, it's different. advanced, man. And very, I'll never forget very. my, my uh, <laughs> sister-in-law and I. My sister-in-law went and printed out uh, the disease pictures. She's so extra. <laughs> we gonna Avina's scare gonna you. Kill me. <laughs> but, um, but I was very educational about it. That's and I was good, very though. open. I was nervous at first, but I prayed about it. Yeah. And I had that talk and it was beautiful. And they're like, here we go. Mom's always talking about sex. <laughs> sex is a wonderful thing, but when you're married, married and I was like, yes. <laughs> I was also realistic though. Here's another thing parents don't do. I was also realistic of my virtue and my my moral compass. But I also told them, guess what? There's protection, you know, for disease and stuff, but there ain't no protection for spiritual, spiritual disease. disease. Woo! That's another. That's listen, a talk we used to have a, in our house. That's gonna be. Uh, don't that we are definitely gonna tap in because I think that is so important. Actually, my mom and I were talking about that the other day. Yeah. Um. But yeah, let's let's save that that talk for. Another, yeah, I won't touch that. Episode. But d- just motherhood and yeah. just me watching. That's why I was. We were laughing, but I'm serious. I always wanted to have six kids. And my husband ain't going for that. And, uh, Brother Rad is um, not going for that. Yeah, my, my, my dark chocolate ain't going for that. So I know I'm, I'm stopping at RJ, and I'm just going to get two turtles and one more dog. <laughs> I currently have one dog, Titan, and I'm, I'm content with that. And some people are like, oh, my God, he don't want a kid, bro. How do you feel about it? Look. It's a partnership. Look, it's partnership. Yep. Okay? And me and my husband going to be old and rotten. We're probably going to die together. <laughs> and um, I don't want my husband being miserable. No, that's this, you yeah. know that's another thing of motherhood. Good. Let's be realistic. Yeah, we've raised four children. How ungrateful of me to say, "Well, I want two men. You're not gonna give me two men." So, mm. mm. God bless me with four, and I'll enjoy those four. I mean, yeah, you got a godchild, you got a grandchild. Yeah. You, yeah, I love you the know. craziness and all of that. Everybody she, thinks I'm weird. She tripped. I love the chaos. <laughs> I have the patience for it. I think I was born to be a good mother. Look here. Is that weird to say? No, no, no. Because I feel like I some really people think are that. born to be, you know. But six, I can't. I said three, you know. But that was three would be like my my limit. I tried to convince Red last year. I said, well, maybe we can adopt. 
Um, yeah, I had a conversation. Kids. That's so funny because I had a conversation with my sister when she first got married to her husband. They were like, yeah, we're going to have six kids. And we all look at them like, hmm. So now yeah. she's on her third baby, right? And I asked her, I said, y'all still have six? She said, nope, we're going to stick with this tree. <laughs> <laughs> because I, and I think, like, okay, my great-grandmother had 14 children. But that was back in the day. I think it was easier, much easier to live. My um, grandfather had 49 children that see, they know of. That they know. Whoa, talking about Fred and your royal. Oh, okay. 49? He didn't live in America, did he? No, Africa. Africa. You know, back then, it was... But yeah, was, that's what I'm saying. But, it, you know... I think it's a little different, you know. But they had a farm. They had... Yeah, um, they did too. The means to really survive and live provide. and provide for the family. It's hard to do that now. It's it's very expensive um, to raise one child. So, just having six, I don't... I, I don't know. A whole lot of problem. love. That's how I see it. Yes, a whole lot. I'm going to give him a whole she said, lot of love. I'm not trying to hear and that, And I'm going to give whatever this other one a whole lot of love, too. All right. So, um, anyway. <laughs> we over here yapping and yapping. We're getting, they're sending us, showing us the card. Anyway. We have X just amount having, of minutes left. We're just having fun, you know. This is what the show is about. Um, So, we just want to leave a couple of tips. So, let's talk about some tips. Yeah. Because as a new mom. What I have done is I've talked to, um, I've talked to, you know, mothers, you want a lot of mothers and just, you know, you get their different perspectives and how do they deal with things? Because like, there is no handbook, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, and a few tips, I just, some stuff was great and some stuff I was just like, "Mm." Mm -hmm. you know, so a tip I would like to leave. Yes, you take some and you leave some, but most importantly, you do what's best for you and your family because everybody's lifestyle is totally different. So, yes, if you have a regular, let's just give it a scenario. Say you have a regular, like, nine or five uh, job. You know, mm-hmm. you have a standard way of It's easy for you to set a schedule like, um, okay, we're going to do this at this time, this at this time. We're going to make sure you eat and have dinner and things but say like you're an artist or you know a creative and things like that you can have like your life may be different i remember you were telling me um about when you had rj your youngest you Mm -hmm. were still going to the studio and stuff Mm -hmm. so you couldn't have like a little cookie cutter how things are supposed to be type like you had to adjust i had i had structure but it was like when it's time to go it's time to go and this is what we're gonna do yeah i'm serious and that's that's just the even our two older ones when they were younger the we will pick them up from school we had a daddy had to go to the studio mommy had to go to the studio so guess what you're gonna be doing your homework while we're in the studio yeah you sit your butt down and you be still so you gotta give the best you know what adapt to what works for your you. lifestyle your lifestyle so important and then another thing is <clears throat> some people may argue with this but don't take advice from people who are not living their advice um, or don't have any experience, you know, um, or don't even work with Can children, you especially when it again? comes to motherhood. Like, um, they don't even deal with children. They don't even work with children. They don't know anything about children. So but they're it's quick like, to give you advice. Yeah, like, come on now. I used to have a lot of psych friends like that when I was in college. <laughs> they ain't got Some no, of the reason no I didn't get my license. Yeah, girl. <laughs> But use wisdom Writing and discernment. books off of case study. 
Are you study. living with them for over a year? Don't because know things change. Uh, all the time. The only thing is consistent <laughs> in life. This quote is change. The only thing is consistent okay. in life change. Things change by the second, the minute, boom, right? So true. I An- love that you said that tip. Another That's tip important. I'm going to leave with you guys is um, <clears throat> each stage, create a schedule. Your babies, mm-hmm. I've, I've learned from Emma within this past year, she's changing consistently. So um, just taking the time to, one, really pay attention to your child and understand, okay, this is how they're moving. Now if they're at this stage, they're learning this. You know, now she's at the stage where she's trying to try mommy and daddy because mm-hmm. she knows she can cut it on and cut it off, right? Yeah. But um, that's another <laughs> that's another topic. <laughs> but... Um, um, you know, a nap time, a play time. Yes. Create a structure that would help mm, you from feeling word. overwhelmed. Because I think a lot of times we feel overwhelmed mm-hmm. with things, that, especially if you're a new mom trying to juggle. Like I said, all within a year, things I change. became a wife, a mother, working a job, now maintaining my own household. It's a lot. But this, this podcast and creative, creative uh, that's when I tell you the many jobs dance studios yeah but it's like okay create this so I can feel less overwhelmed may and I then, keep going <laughs> I'm sorry I'm messing with her right and now and then um, another topic just so I won't forget okay this is the number another one tip. another tip thank you mm-hmm. make sure you do not lose yourself ding 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 she just hit the jackpot make sure you don't lose you um my mom would always tell me, I talk about my mom and like that's a lot. That's my best friend, guys, one of my best friends. But um, especially when you have a child, you speak to your parents more, mm-hmm. you know, um, because, hey, they raised you. And it's like, how did you handle this that's situation? The most time you really you need know? them. And yeah, you really need them. But she said that if you are not okay, Emma will never be okay. And ding, 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 sorry. So you have to take time out to nurture you Facts. Um, at least 30 minutes out the day. If you can do more, that's great. But at least 30 minutes or some time out the day to just take it in. Woo-saw, release. If it's a hobby, if you like to read, if you like to work out, you like to walk, you like to run, or even if you want to pray, you want to meditate. Just take time out for you and make sure you are okay. And that goes for the dads as well. Let's yeah. talk about that. I know we're talking about motherhood, but um, parenting is a two-person thing. Okay? Yes, it is. It's actually a village if you want to go there. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're going to talk about the mother and the father. T- dads, take time out for you. And, um, you know, the mother will be there when you need her to be, and then the father will be there for the mother when they need time. Mm-hmm. Because we um, both have to be okay. I would tell my husband, okay, we both have to be okay in order to raise our daughter in the best environment as possible. Loving. Um, mm-hmm. Loving environment and understanding um, how, she, you know, on our last episode we talked about self-worth, but we have to show her self-worth. That's how she's going to understand it. Experience is the best teacher. Yeah. So, yeah, you have any more tips? Yes. Your kids are going to grow and leave you. <laughs> Sorry, newsflash. <laughs> and when I say that, I'm not trying to be cold. It's the real. It's, it's realistic. Yeah. Parents want to hold on to their adult children and control things and 
micromanage, let it go. Mm-hmm. God gifted you that period of time to be an influence to their life. And now watch them grow. Yeah. Now they, they belong to God, not you. So get out of your fleshly, you know, oh, that's my baby and I raised her and I want her to do this. No, God has another journey for that child mm-hmm. that's, that's now an adult. And I had to learn that two mm-hmm. years ago. And another thing I learned from my husband, mothers out there, this is for my mothers. Let your husband raise his child the way he wants to raise his child. Just how you're choosing. See, we all have ways to do things. And as a mother, I used to do that to Rat. Oh, Rat, do it this way. Oh, Rat, you didn't do it that way. Why you didn't do it that way? And we're growing, right? We're growing, right? So I'm going to be transparent to y'all. I'm being very open. My husband taught me that. Yeah, allow your partner to participate because a lot of mothers take control because we're we're nurturers. Yeah, by nature, that's what we do. We take over things. But sometimes step back and let the husband do it his way. Yeah, don't make him feel like his way's wrong and your way's right. Mm. That's what I'll I'll say. And that was awesome. That was an awesome tip because honestly, I um struggle with that. And if we're being transparent, it's a journey. Us, it's a journey. It's a learning experience because you do think like, oh, your way is the right way. Um, so yeah, we are going to go ahead and um, I hope we helped you guys on this. Um, yes. We might have to come back on another episode and talk more because there's so this. many little subtopics. So many things, but we thank you guys for coming with us and joining us on this episode. I hope that it helped in some type of way. Yes. Be sure to follow us on all social media um, sites at SON Flower Sessions. We love you all, and remember, just keep growing, okay, loves? Yeah. Bye. Where's Josh? <laughs> <laughs>